It's episode 171 of Leading Ladies of Corpus Christi, and I'm sitting in the beautiful home of Kylie Justice. She's an artist, a photographer, she's a designer, and she's also the director of sales, marketing, and operations at the Quad Fitness Studio. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for having me. I'm glad you could come over. Yes. Um, okay, first of all, I've, I've already been like talking so much about how beautiful your home is, but I'm just, as a homeowner, much respect. It just looks incredibly just fantastic I love your style not to mention the spread that she has in front of me right now with all sorts of snacks a delicious tequila that she provided I'm so grateful for you (laughs) and orange slices of course you have to yes well shall we yes I don't want to mess up your table oh no you're fine okay cool to Kylie cheers cheers that was very good not bad yeah what is it called Gemma yeah iguanas reposado that was delicious Thank you. It was a gift. And so I feel like when you get something nice, you like hold on to it for a special occasion. So I thought that this was like the perfect time to just try it out. Thank you so much. Typically, I'll bring like my mid shelf tequila and like no snacks. <laughs> and then you're over here like laying it all out, like letting me know I need to step up my game no, a little bit. It's good. So when I'm doing research on you, you have done so much throughout your career. Like you are not you're a young person is what I'm trying to say. Okay. (laughs) And you've already done a tremendous amount and all art related, but Mm -hmm. where did your artistic background begin? You know, it's funny that you're asking this because I figured we would talk somewhat about the creative side of things. And I actually texted my mom today and I was like, when do you think that, like, when did you see it? Oh, but that's so smart that you did that because parents may have noticed before you even became cognizant of it. Yeah, for sure. And so, There's a story of when I was in seventh grade, we were on trimesters. And so each trimester you took a different elective, I guess. Okay. So in seventh grade, in seventh grade, so not in in Texas, not in Texas. Yes. In Indiana. Okay. Um, and we took Yamaha, like keyboarding and choir and art. And so facts, which is fundamental fundamentals of something. It's basically like home ec. Okay. Remember the acronym is facts. Okay. Facts. Yeah. And so we took all these things. Well, it just so happened that I was going to have to take choir and I finagled my way into taking two trimesters of art instead of (laughs) taking choir because I'd like to think that I I can, you know, I don't know, do a lot of things, but you can singing is not one of them. Singing is not one. My mom, she would tell me and singing, she's been like, no, I'm glad you're good at other things. That's not it. So I was like adamant about not doing choir. Mm hmm. So she says that's like the first time that she thinks about she was, but she was like, I don't know if you're into art or just that not into choir. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I definitely remember that was like the beginning of understanding that there were famous artists and that um, the art world was bigger than just me and my art class and my art teacher. So we learned about, you know, Van Gogh and Wassily Kandinsky and all these people that I still am obsessed with. Um, I wish there was like a visual so I could be like, yeah, yes. Wesley Kandinsky um, and things like that. So I feel like probably middle school is when I was like, I like this mm-hmm. for sure. So that's amazing. Yeah. Well, and, and I love that you were so, you know, strong willed that you were like, oh, yeah. I'm absolutely not going to do something I don't want to do. I, 
as a middle schooler would just kind of was like, okay, I'll do this and would have hated it the whole time. But I love that you're like, absolutely not. Yeah. I, I just, I also don't like being bad at things. And so the idea of me just like croaking through choir for a whole trimester, I was like, I just, I, I can't. <laughs> I love that. My time is better spent elsewhere. Yes. So. Uh, but, the, but that's such a, a great quality to have at such, such a young age. I'd also like to point out, and I can't speak for all of Texas, but growing up in Corpus, we definitely didn't have options like that in middle school like yeah like home, home economics was not an option for us really yeah okay I and honestly I really liked home ec we learned how to sew and how to you know there was like you know you learn like the terminology for what all of the different like things that you cook with like a turner versus a spatula and all these different See, things I don't know the difference of that yeah and well, that's actual like practical yes, life skills it was very nice so I really liked it I learned how to play the piano well the keyboard oh okay so still. there was a lot of things that honestly I still that was like I don't know, ingrained in me that I still am like, oh yeah, I really enjoyed that. So something that other than, you know, social studies or I don't know, things that everyone has to take, you know, so more life skills, I guess. So you had the opportunity to take multiple kinds of art classes in one year, but is it how you're, cause you said it was a trimester. Yes. But normally you would only take one. Well, I guess if you obviously piano, it's definitely an art, but like you could take band, you could take different types of things. Okay. Yeah. So it had to be electives wise. So it wasn't like a part of, I guess your core curriculum or whatever they would call it, like math and science and social studies, English. Okay. Mm -hmm. But still great that they gave you the opportunity to pick it because ours was very structured. Like this is what you're going to do here. I think if you wanted to do music, you could, but it was always Mm -hmm. kind of like you were expected to do art. That was mostly it actually. Everything else was kind of you know, if you decide to go the extra mile kind of thing. Yeah. So when you took this art class and realized that you had an affinity for it, Mm -hmm. was it something that you were able to pursue in high school as well? Or did it not really kind of become more of a focus until college? Definitely in high school. I got really lucky. We had um, a dark room and I'm, I guess we should say I'm from Crawfordsville, Indiana, which if you look at it on a map, most people in Indiana I wouldn't say most people, but it's not a huge place. It's Mm -hmm. not like Indianapolis, you know, Bloomington, a lot of the places that people have heard of. Right. Um, Not in Texas. I feel like Indiana is just like a state over there somewhere (laughs) to most of the people. I'm the worst, but yes, this is true. Um, (laughs) And so it's a small town. So for them to have a darkroom program, darkroom photography was really surprising to me. And I didn't realize it until after I left. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so we had an amazing photography professor or teacher, I guess. And I learned darkroom photography. So I was doing film um, camera like shooting in high school. So I feel like that kind of was when I was like, okay, this is it. This is my medium that Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed the most. Photography. Yeah. Because when people tell you, oh, I do art, they're like, oh, like, will you paint me? And I'm like, no uh, yes <laughs> I, I can't I, I cannot y'all should have seen her face when she did that but as again somebody who has not done a deep dive into the artistic endeavors mm-hmm. my first thought is painting as well so yeah. I think it's like the layman's assumption yeah. of what you mean when you say art mm-hmm. uh but I'm so glad that you touched on the fact that photography is your medium of choice what is it that that led to that like what was it about the process that made you realize like okay because anybody can take a picture but it Mm -hmm. takes a special kind of eye to be able to really capture something in a photo well I think there was two things happening at the same time I would say one thing is that point and shoot cameras were becoming more popular so I got a point and shoot camera I think from the time I was like 12 and of course I think it was like I don't know 
like a low, low megapixel camera. I mean, we're talking very low quality here, mm. but I was able to take as many pictures as I could and it was fun. I liked it. I had a younger sister and so she was the perfect person to like force to be in all my photos. Um, so that paired with taking darkroom, the darkroom is magical. You Have you ever heard of a, a like the, you've heard of the term latent before, yes. right? Mm-hmm. So a latent image, and I don't know if this is what it comes from, but a latent image is um, you have a piece of paper in the darkroom and you expose the paper to light okay so that's a latent image so it's there but it hasn't been developed so it doesn't show up okay does that make sense it does so it goes from this blank piece of paper to a photograph and it's magical like I just fell in love with that whole process so it wasn't just the act of taking the photograph it was also the fact that I had to um develop the film and then put the film in to the um and I haven't done this in a really long time, but put the film in to then expose the photograph onto the paper and then expose the paper and do it. You know, the whole process was like really, I don't know, I guess there's a lot of labor that goes into it. And so you appreciate the single photograph more than we do now. Oh, I love that. Yes. Well said. And the fact that like, I'm excited for this process and I've never (laughs) even done it, you know, but listening to you talk about it, I'm like, that does sound really nice because it's a very, um what's the word like methodical yes methodical mm-hmm. that's the exact word uh process like you said and if you get from point a to b you know on and on then you get this beautiful image that you worked for yeah yeah wow yes so I was really lucky to have that I mean not a lot of high schools have dark rooms honestly when I went to college our dark room was not as good as my high school dark room so I was kind of spoiled and I was like oh man yeah (laughs) I have some suggestions for how we can make this better where did you go to college I went to Hanover College which is a small liberal arts college in southern Indiana literally like under 1200 students wow yeah so very small did you love it though because it was so small yeah Yeah. I really did like it it was very stereotypical college experience it's um my mom I'm from a small town and I think my mom was worried about I really wanted to go to IU that was a school Indiana University that's where I wanted to go it's like a big school big 10 40,000 people you know it's like a city (laughs) exactly the the school is the city basically yes um so I wanted to go there it was very cool and very fun and Hanover's in the absolute middle of nowhere like there was a pizza place a bar a liquor store a CVS you know what I mean (laughs) one of those yeah subway like that was it yeah um and so it was very small but I went to go actually play volleyball is what oh, I really mm-hmm. so like I went, on scholarship um well it's a d3 school so okay. you basically just play because you love it okay you know? okay got it but got it. that was a big reason why I chose it so I could continue to play that's wonderful mm-hmm. but I they had an art program that. too okay. so it was like I got to do both yes yeah so that was a big reason why I went because sports were a huge part of my like upbringing that's what I did um so that paired with the art program I was like okay this is awesome this is a perfect place and it's very it's beautiful mm-hmm. it's I mean, a lot of people, I guess, here probably don't know what southern Indiana is like, but it's kind no. of similar to as you go north in Texas and you get into the hill country, that's mm-hmm. how southern Indiana is oh, because wow. you're starting to get into Kentucky, like the rolling hills, and it's very green. And Hanover, That does sound beautiful. It's beautiful. And Hanover is right by a um, state park. So there's plenty of hiking um, in the fall. It's beautiful. So, yeah, it was great. I really liked it. Yeah. So. It, it, again, never heard of it, but it does sound like a really great place to go to school. Yeah. So you went and you majored in 
I was a um, in studio art, okay. and I had a business minor. Okay, very mm-hmm. good. Yeah. It's almost like you knew you were going to be kind of like wearing those hats out of college. Yeah. We'll get to that, but very wise to go the business minor route. Well, I won't say it was my idea. I will. <laughs> my mom was like, okay, if you're going to study art, like what's the what's the plan yes here how does this and this sounds very much like job? my parents They're, yeah yeah they were like okay what are, what are you doing here yeah they want you to make the best decision yes. and they're thinking about unlike my 18 year old self I wasn't necessarily forward thinking enough to and I didn't know enough careers now that I know I relate to that I mean, so much how how do there's so many jobs I'm like that's a job these exact words have come out of my mouth when people are like, oh, I do this. Well, I mean, even you and like what you're doing, I'm like, what? this is a thing? Like yes. if I had known this, would I have gone differently? I don't know. Oh my, no yes. regrets, but you know, yes. it's interesting to think about. Because I, I don't know if it's being from a small town or what it is, but you know, you have teacher, you have firefighter, doctor, you have the stereotypical jobs that everyone knows about. And so that's what you go in thinking. I didn't know anyone who worked in marketing when I was younger. Not a single person. Same. No. That wasn't even something that the counselors talked to you about, you no. know, when they talked to you about what your what your future holds. Yeah. That's not it. No. No. So business was one of those things where it was like my mom said, okay, you also need to focus on this because, and, and as I got into it, I was like, okay, I really do like marketing. And there there is a world where I think marketing and art collides, which is... I think like a whole conversation in itself. Well, to me, I I feel as though you're there. Mm -hmm. You've already, I have no doubt that you have, you know, dreams and goals and whatever, but I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but you are in it. You are living the art, marketing and fitness life. Like everything that's been important to you your whole life, you're still doing. Yeah. Which is, I don't know. I don't know how that happened. (laughs) You know, you just get there and you're like, oh, okay, I, I'm here doing it. How yes. did that happen? Yes, well, I mean, it has to be because it sounds like you have a great support system, number one. Mm-hmm. The fact that your mom was like, okay, you want to do art, great, but also, you know, consider this. Let's let's do collaborate. Yeah. And it turned into what it's turned into. Yeah. Not to mention the fact that you are insanely talented. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm going to backtrack slightly. However, this backtrack might not be the right word. In any case, <laughs> I've been a fan of you for a while and... I was fortunate enough to meet you this past January at Valeria's gratitude party. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, you were you were talking to me and I'm just hearing, you know, about, you know, we're having like a mutual exchange. And I'm like, OK, yes, like this. You have it going on. Like your priorities are just exactly what are, are right for you and your life. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, it's just amazing to see, you know, everything that you've accomplished, you know, so far. So you you get your degree. Mm-hmm. in Indiana, and then you decide that you want to pursue your MFA. No. Okay, so tell me what happened. No, because I'm I'm 30. So I took five years in between wow. undergrad and grad school. I had ab- zero, probably a negative like amount of intention of going to get my MFA. Really? Yeah, no one in my family went to college. I didn't even, I didn't even know what an MFA was. I didn't either until I... <laughs> you were like... What is she doing? Yeah, no, yeah. totally. I mean, wow. Yeah. Okay, five years. Yeah, yeah. So there was a pretty big gap. What was going on? Uh, well, I was adamant about leaving Indiana. Mm-hmm. I was like, I got. There's just so many things to see. Yes. I'm a Sagittarius. I don't know if you're like super into horoscope. I am. Stuff. Okay, so I'm a Sagittarius, and I feel like pretty st- stereotypical when it comes to that. Like, I'm. 
I don't know, spontaneous. Yes, I'm your like, Rolling go, Stone gathers do... no moss yeah. kind of thing. Yes, like exactly. no, yeah, for sure. Okay. And I admire that so much in you. Yeah, so I fit that mold and I didn't realize that until later, but I was like, I'm getting out. I'm excited for that. And so I was a fine you in college. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, soror- say that again. You were what? Fine you. Oh, okay. It's a sorority. Okay, thank yep. you. And Hanover has been around for a long, long time. So the sororities there have been around for like literally a hundred years. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's wow. steeped in tradition. It's, and there's a lot of stereotypes with, I totally understand that. And, um, like I said, no one in my family went to college. Mm-hmm. So I was like, also, that's really neat that you kind of broke that mold. Yeah. Well yeah, done. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why my mom was very adamant. Like if you're going to do this, it's not going to be to go to art school, yes, you know? Yes. So, um, so anyway, so I worked for Find You after I graduated. And they okay. have this thing called, a, it's a consultant, basically. And it's kind of like, I always explain it like, okay, if a Starbucks moves in down the street, they don't just hire people and be like, good luck. Mm-hmm. They have someone from probably another branch or a manager that's like, hey, this is how you run this place. Yes. So that's what I did with sororities. So if you think about it, like Tammy CC hasn't always had sororities mm-hmm. or fraternities. So they have someone here that helps them to basically, because I mean, a sorority is like a business, yes. you know? So they help them run it so that's what I did after I graduated Mm -hmm. wow so I it sounds to me that while I guess once you graduate you're no longer you can't really be in a sorority anymore right well I mean in sorority terms you're always a member but you're you're not an active member in the sense that you're not in college anymore right they you know the whole thing is like it's for life yes okay that makes sense but it's a way to stay super involved because a lot of times after you graduate you then you're then a volunteer Okay. So then you help work like, so that's where the advisors come in and things like that. But for you to actually be hired on as a consultant. I was pretty stoked. Well, you must have picked up a lot along the way, like, Mm -hmm. because the very little I know about sororities, I mean, there is a lot of involvement with, you know, whatever it may be, fundraising or, you know, events or whatever. Yeah. And you obviously took such a lead and they took notice that they said, please come back. Like, we want you to be involved. Yeah. As long as you want to be. Well, it was very competitive because if you think about it, we have how many schools across the country? Um, I think Find Me at the time had like 130, 40 something, um, organizations in the u.s Mm -hmm. so of course there's going to be a lot of people who are interested in applying for that job so there was one of you for all of that it was not one there was 20 of us okay okay but still 20 people were chosen right but when you're in college and you go and so we had our first this is also like Mm pre-zoom you know Mm -hmm. so we went and had a phone conversation and then they flew us down there it's in peachtree city georgia is where the headquarters is they flew us down there and we had to give like a 10 minute, 15 minute, uh, presentation in front of everyone. It was, it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm sure it was fine, but it's one of those situations where like, I think I blacked out. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I do that every, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Hey, well, whatever you did, you nailed it yeah. during that blackout. So, but it was cool. I loved it. And it was, it was cool. My, the main reason why I was really excited about it was not just for five you, but you travel. So my first semester, um, and I was still on semesters in cause you work with obviously schools. Mm-hmm. I was in Oklahoma and then my second semester I was in Savannah, Georgia. Wow. Mm-hmm. And you actually, were you in Savannah for longer than a semester? Yes. Okay. I stayed. That's right. Because yeah. I talked to you about this and I was just enamored by your Savannah. Oh, I love Savannah. Yeah. So what made you stay in Savannah? Did you just, uh, with that particular sorority chapter, 
were you attached to that or did you end up changing careers or how did that, what happened? So I changed careers. So the consultant job is like for a year. So okay. you're on for a year and then you can renew and be a consultant for another year. But honestly, I mean, it sounds bad saying this now, but like you work all the time. Mm-hmm. So of course you're going to do that right after college. Like you're excited, you're ready to go. But then after a year, you're like, I don't know if I can do it again. Yes. So <laughs> while I but loved that's fine. it. Yeah, you yeah. have a year to think it over. I had experience. I loved it. I mean, I managed a lot of people. I had a, it was the perfect first job out of college, in my opinion. It checked all the boxes Mm -hmm. for me. Um, But I fell in love with a yoga studio in Savannah, which sounds silly to say that's why I stayed, but I really did uh, love it. And I started to go through the yoga teacher training there. And um, that's a big reason why I stayed. And I also had no reason to leave. Yes. You know, I, I was just like, okay, I'll find a job. I'll figure it out. So yeah, I worked at a coffee shop. Well, it was more like a kind of like Hester's they do brunch and they have coffee and yeah. you know all of that and then I actually got hired on at Lululemon okay wow mm-hmm. so that's and then when I had that job I was like okay I have a job like I have a reason to like stay here yeah wow my mm-hmm. gosh because all the things I've heard about Savannah like the history it's beautiful I mean the the scenery yes. the proximity to the water I mean just like all the yes it's perfect <sighs> it's the perfect place I mean it's a lot like here in the fact that it's very very hot in the summer mm-hmm. um and it's Actually, Savannah, and I feel like this is what we talked about. Savannah and Corpus have a lot of similarities. Yes, you did and say this And I tell this to people me. this, and I feel like sometimes people are like, mm, I don't, I don't see it. Um, I love that you do, though. Yes. Because you're not from city. Corpus. You see no, both. No. It's a port city. Um, I'm trying to think what else. It's a port city. There's a lot of military influence there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like there is just... I mean, and it's obviously by the water. So yeah. Savannah, similar to Corpus, like it's downtown isn't like on the beach. You have yes. to like go out to the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I think there's a lot of similarities. I mean, obviously we have a lot to learn from Savannah because they their tourism and everything is killing it. Mm-hmm. Um, they also have a lot more history. Than yes, do. the history. My mm-hmm. goodness. Yeah. I think it's one of the most haunted cities in the country or something mm-hmm. like that. I, I mean, that immediately piques my interest in yeah. addition to others, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so why did you leave? I'm so glad you're here, but I'm like, it just sounds so magical. Um, I was just lonely. Like I, I became friends with a lot of people I was working with at Lululemon and all of the people were married. I was Mm -hmm. the only single one. And it's, it's a very transient city because you have a lot of people there. Two of the girl, two of the three girls I became really close with, they were military wives. Oh wow. Yes. So they weren't necessarily planning on being there forever. And I was like, they're all going to leave and I'm going to be here by myself. You know, Mm -hmm. I also was just very much missing my family. Mm -hmm. Um, And this was a couple years after, it would have been two, two and a half years after college. Mm -hmm. So people were like settling down in Indianapolis. They were all getting together. I just had FOMO, you know, I was like, oh, my friends are together. I'm here poor by Mm. myself so I think it was a financial decision but also just like being close to my family because I'm the oldest okay that's I think that's also plays a big part definitely my siblings are younger so yeah I just feel like I was like oh I'm so far away yeah well and I think it's really great that you got to experience all this you got to experience being away from home not necessarily being you know rolling in the dough you know working and you know uh (laughs) Really seeing what it was like being on your own. I I think a lot of people missed out on that, myself included. Uh, So I think that it takes a lot of guts to be willing to make that change and and sticking it out as long as you can and always knowing you can go back if you need to, you know? Yeah, and that was the biggest thing is I never felt so tied to any place that I, like, 
was like, I'm going to be here forever and forever. And I was like, I can go home if I want to. And so I guess I wasn't scared of being there because I knew I could leave. Yes. Um, I love that kind of freedom, you know? Yeah. Knowing like, hey, and at the end young, of the day. I was young. I was literally 23. So at, at that point, it was what I wanted to do. I wanted to explore. I wanted to see places. And um, so, yeah, I, I just remember calling my mom and I was like, mom, I have $40. <laughs> and she's like, figure it out. Oh, man. So I was like, all right, cool. So I figured it out. I mean, you know, it just, it works out. Your mom sounds amazing. She yeah, sounds like she is amazing. she's your, she's a rock. Like yes. she'll be there, but she's like, I know you can handle it. Yes. Like, you'll be all right. Yeah. That no. is cool as hell. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So did you end best. up going back to Indiana? I did end up moving back. Um, and it was mostly because there was a, a job that had presented itself. And so I had like a, a push mm-hmm. to go back. I wasn't going to move back jobless. I had a job, so there's no point in quitting. Definitely. Um, and so my friend who I was a consultant with through FIMU, she was not from Indianapolis, mind you. She was from, uh, well, she went to school in Georgia and she was like, Hey, I'm going to move to Indianapolis and I'm going to work for a fraternity. It's called FISI. Mm-hmm. There's another marketing position open. Do you want to live together and move to, back to Indianapolis? So she was technically only like four hours from me cause she was wow. living in Atlanta at the time. Wow. And I was like. It's just one of those things where it's like right moment. Yep. And I was like, okay. So I flew back home for an interview and I got the job and I was like, all right, I'm leaving. Wow. So. And and into marketing now. Yes. Yeah. So I was doing um, like all the social media and that was at the time where, um, mind you, it's also working for a fraternity. So social media is implemented in a different way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's a main communication for college age students. So a lot of social media, um, but we had a whole team. So like one guy did all the email, one girl was the um, designer. So we had like a whole team. So So during this time when you're, you know, living in different places and changing careers, were you still taking photos? So when I was a consultant, I honestly was so busy. I really wasn't, I was doing a lot of lettering mm-hmm. and things like that because it was something I could do anywhere at any time. Yes. But and I, I saw that you actually offered a lettering workshop uh, at Driftwood. Yes. Yeah. Which I thought, yes. I didn't know about it until I, I started doing my research. I'm like, this is cool. So I hope you, if you have time that you do that again, cause that's really neat. Yeah. Yeah. We totally talk about that. Yes. Too. <laughs> um, so I was doing lettering cause it's the easiest thing to do. And then when I worked for Lululemon, we did these weekly, we called them product notifications. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, we'd send a weekly email and we would basically email people who were on our list saying, Hey, we got this stuff in this week. But what was cool about it is we would highlight someone in the community every week. So I would say, hey, Brittany, like you love to run and we have these new running shorts. We oh, want to gift you these, this outfit and I'm going to take pictures of you and you're going to be in the email. And you'd be the photographer. And I'd be the photographer. Okay. So that was how I stayed into photography while I was at nice. Lululemon. Um, and then. And I love it because that's a big company. And yeah. I love that they were like, yes, you, you, you have what we want in terms mm-hmm. of of skill and everything please do this yeah That's and amazing. mind you i will say it's like um i guess i just want to be clear it's for the store specifically yes. so yes. you know there's stores everywhere yeah but they're like yeah so i mean if you creep far enough back on my Instagram, there's pictures of random people doing fitness. That's mm-hmm. why those are all there. That's so, so cool. Yeah. Yeah. But I love that. Cause even still, you know, you, and you were able to incorporate it into your work, which mm-hmm. I think is really amazing. It sneaks in. Yeah. It Cause it's meant to be there. Mm-hmm. I also, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but you seem like someone who needs to be doing some sort of creative endeavor 
in order to kind of, you know, be able to live happily. Always. Yeah. yeah. I, you just managed to, you figured out how to fuse the two, like mm-hmm. career and, and art. So amazing. Um, okay. So you're back in Indiana. Yes. And you're, and you're, yeah, you're right. It's been a lot. I'm telling you, you've done so much, which I think is amazing. Like I've been in the same career for like 11 years. I'm like, I need to reevaluate some things. But, uh, what was it that triggered your desire to go back to school to get your master's? Because when you graduated, you had absolutely no intention of doing that. Zero. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I honestly really didn't even know it was an option Mm -hmm. to be honest, just because, I don't know. What do you do with an MFA? You know, like I had no idea. So when I moved back to that's a master's of fine art. Yes. For those who didn't don't know what we're talking about. I didn't know that till earlier. Um, and it's a terminal degree. So you can't go, you can't get like a PhD of fine art. Okay. I didn't know that. Fine art is just, it's it. Okay. I did not know that. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that they're working on doing more things with that, but I'm not, I'm not up to date on that. But yeah, but like, so to be a professor at a university teaching art, all you have you to have is, MFA. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. I always just, well, that mm-hmm. goes to show what, how much I don't know. So there's an MA, Master of Art, and then yes. there's an MFA. So yes. MFA is what usually what you have to have to be a professor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very good. And you might be able to do adjunct with MA and stuff, but mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not sure. It probably depends on the school. Right. Um, so when I moved back, I worked at FiSci for about a year, and then I was teaching yoga simultaneously at um, a new studio I had found in Indianapolis. And they were hiring um, for, I, I don't remember exactly what the title was. They, they called it like a joy girl, which I always hated that. I hated the term. I was like, what does that mean? What it does it weird. mean? Yes, I feel like um, that can be interpreted a lot of different ways. Yeah, it's basically like a, um, you're like a membership, like we have it at the quad. I can't even remember what the name of it is. Oh my gosh. You basically work on membership. So you're trying to work on retention. You're trying to make sure that everyone's happy. Okay. Um, so that makes sense. Yeah. So I've heard of this role too. I just can't think of the name. It'll come to me eventually, mm-hmm. maybe after the podcast yeah. is over. Um, <laughs> You'll wake up in the middle of the night. Yes. This. I'm like, oh, that's what it was. <laughs> um, so they were hiring for a position and it was, it was somewhat in my alley of like, you have to be personable and you have to be able to talk to anyone and I can talk to a brick wall. So it's you're like, so okay. good. You really are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, let's do it. Cause at FISI, um, there was just some things that were like kind of shady happening and I was like, all right. I don't want to, I don't know if I want to be a part of this. And my yeah. roommate was actually, Good she for was you. quitting also. And, um, so I was like, it's time, you know, it's time. Yes. Um, so I went and worked for Naptown and, um, Map town, Naptown, Nap which town. is a nickname. They're now myriad fitness. Okay. They rebranded. Um, but at the time it was Naptown and it's Indianapolis. So it's like Naptown. Okay as a like a slang term for okay. the city okay i had no idea yes yeah nice. uh, so i think some people it's confusing because some people call naptown annapolis like in maryland oh so i didn't know that until i had something naptown and one of the um guys here in corpus actually was like are you from annapolis and i was like no i'm not i was like why it's <laughs> like that's so random you taught him something that day, maybe, if he asked more questions or to He also or taught me something. I didn't, I didn't know anyone called Annapolis Naptown either. So um, so they were called Naptown, and I worked for them um, and also was still teaching yoga there. And I really enjoyed it, but it was, it was a lot, you know. And I was getting to the point where I wasn't getting to use my creativity as much as I wanted to. I wanted to get more towards, like, doing it full time. Yes. And... 
of course i feel like it gets to this point where it's like okay there's a breaking point and then this like door opens yes and i'm like okay let's go i love that no hesitation yeah you're like this is the this is the way i know i don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing i think that's an amazing (laughs) thing no hesitation are you kidding me yeah not overthinking it I don't know about not overthinking it, but I still did it. <laughs> you're overthinking it while you're doing yes. it, though. That That's the thing. Yes. yes. It's a, you don't have analysis paralysis, no, which can no, be debilitating. I, no, I no, I really just am like, all right, let's go. That's so amazing. And I had the support system. I, you know, my parents were like, all right, let's do it. You should you should go for it. Why not? So really random. Yes, my, I love random. My professor in, at Hanover, my uh, art professor, she got a job at TAM UCC. Well, I had never heard of TAM UCC before. Wow. And so five years after I graduated, she calls me. I remember I was sitting, I was going to get Chipotle. I was sitting in the parking lot and she calls me and she's like, hey, um, well, she had Facebook messaged me and we had t- scheduled a time to talk. And she's like, hey, do you want to um, look at this MFA program? And I was like, um, what's that? <laughs> Wow. I didn't say what's that, obviously, because I wanted <laughs> to be like, oh, yes, that sounds great. You know, I didn't want to give myself up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so she was like, are you interested? And so I came down and visited and then I moved here. But honestly, wow. I, yeah, I didn't I didn't even love it in the beginning, which is the funniest thing. It was hot and mm-hmm. we walked 20 miles around campus, it felt like. And mm-hmm. it was just stressful. You know, you're in a new place and you're trying to get answers for like tuition and all oh, these God. things. Yes. So And then, yeah, making the decision to go back to school is yes. such a intense decision it's a good thing i didn't think about it too much because i wouldn't have done it like the reality of like oh i'm not gonna sleep i'm gonna be doing art all the time because mind you there okay i was taking photos and i was doing some things i was shooting wedding photos i was doing a lot of lettering in indiana i was doing all that stuff but like always on the side while i had my other um, right like full-time jobs Mm -hmm. But I wasn't making art in a fine art sense. Right. You know? And, and I'm not sure I know what that means, to be honest. Well, there's it's a blurry line, mm-hmm. I would say. So if you are making art with the intention of, like, showing in a gallery, and a lot of times I would say the difference also is about the idea. So some people would say Ooh, I love that. that art like people say, well, what is art? Like mm-hmm. that's a huge philosophical question in the art community. And no one really knows the answer everyone answer is different but mm-hmm. i like the i the thought that art is an idea mm-hmm. so it could be anything it could be that's where we have performance art and that's where we yes. have all these different facets that don't look like a painting as yes. we often think of art um and so i think that i wasn't doing it in a sense i was just doing it for fun or to make money i wasn't doing it um to show in a gallery or to have a full blown like idea and artist statement behind my work oh i see that's that. what i would say is i like, see that does that make sense yes and having people really like uh consider it and kind of yes um study it and yes. that kind of thing ah oh, that's very so interesting something that would when you see something like i do lettering like um there's a sign over there that says yes it's like, beautiful lettering on we're it. gonna get into that um and so it's it's cute it's pretty it's all that stuff but it doesn't it doesn't make you think mm-hmm. it doesn't make you sit and wonder like oh, very true like open your mind to a, nif- a different idea very true um so it can be pretty but it doesn't necessarily go beyond the aesthetic yes yeah exactly so 
Yeah, that's what I would say is the difference. So I wasn't. Thank you that. for that. That was a yeah. perfect. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that that definitely cleared it up for me and and changed how I will per, per, uh, perceive that too. So thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. So that I wasn't doing that before, mm-hmm. and when I went back to get my MFA, some people go back and they have been practicing or they've been like one of the guys I went to school with, amazing printmaker. His name, his name is McClovio, mm-hmm. and um, he never stopped making prints he never stopped and so he already had this like style and this kind of uh just design that when you saw it you were like oh that's him mm-hmm. you know and I didn't have that I had no idea I was just floundering around in terms of your own style or your style own voice and also just um you know people make for a lot of different reasons they have something to say and I wasn't sure what I wanted to say mm-hmm that's really what it came down to. I have a lot to say, but how do I boil it down to this one thing? Or, yes. you know, it, it kind of freaked me out a little bit. For like, sure. It's not black and white. Our no. MFA is the opposite of a lot of other degrees in the fact that it's it's not like, okay, you take this class, you learn this, you learn this, you learn this, and then you're done. It's more like this weird path that isn't linear. You know, <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Because there's not a right and a wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean... Some people will probably disagree with that. But, you know, you're still getting graded. There's still feedback on your work and things like that. Yes. But it's not as black and white of, like, two plus two is four. It's not like that. Well, I feel like if anybody were cut out for a non-linear, you know, degree plan, it's Mm -hmm. you, you know? Because you didn't necessarily check all the boxes in a specific order, like, in your life. You know what I mean? You did things on your own terms, which I think is amazing. Yeah. Well, and it totally makes sense then. I never finished really yes and i always feel weird because my i guess it's like a and i don't know if it's an ego thing Mm -hmm. or what it is but i am a person when i want to do something i want to do it and i want to see it through and so the fact that i didn't see it through feels inauthentic Mm -hmm. to what who i want to be as a person okay um but i respect that it always comes up because people say oh where are you from you're not from here and i say i'm from indiana and like what brought you down here that's always it's inevitable i know and so i'm like i came down here for school and then i feel obligated to be like i didn't finish Mm -hmm. i i I swear i'm not trying to pretend like i didn't yes yes um well it's nobody's business i mean you know know, your the way you live is the way you live you know what i mean and everybody has their reasons for their you know lives going certain ways or whatever i I think that makes what you do even more beautiful (laughs) thanks yes are you kidding me i mean we you had brought up a print in your hallway that i didn't see but you said it's of balloons balloons yeah and in some of your graduate work Mm -hmm. is a lot of balloons and um sculptures yes and so why like what is why balloons right like what is it about balloons that speak to you and you feel that you can speak through them well you know i don't I don't really know to to be honest it was one of those things where when I came down here I was trying to fit and that's the other thing that's confusing about the art that I like to make is some people consider them themselves painters or printmakers or photographers or sculptors or ceramics whatever it is and I was very interdisciplinary meaning that I didn't have one medium that I was like this is my medium Mm -hmm. this is what I do um so in undergrad, I was really in, I came into undergrad really into photography, but I left doing everything because mm-hmm. part of Hanover, it's like very about being well-rounded and critical I love thinking, yeah. which can be really cool. But a lot of other programs, they're like, okay, you take photography courses, you take this, you might dabble a little bit, but mm-hmm. for the most part, you're like, stay in your lane. Yes. 
Um, and so I, I feel like I never like solidified, okay, I want to make in this way. And I don't think it's a bad thing necessarily, Mm -hmm. but Tammy CC's program is set up more like photographers, printmakers, this. And so because I was kind of weaving between the two, it was a little confusing. Um, so I was making sculptures, the balloons, I was making the balloon sculptures and then I was taking photographs of them. So would you consider me a sculptor or a photographer? Probably a sculptor. To me, you would be taking the photos like that. You you would need to take photos of them to document them, I guess. But is is the art the sculpture or is it the photograph? It's almost like it's it's the life of the art. Like it's it's evolved. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I'm yeah. like that is very a very interesting question. But as a degree plan goes, yeah. which one, you know, like yeah. once we get into like the the straight line of yes. academia yes. and things like that, it's not it's not they don't like the gray. Of I that. see. That is so interesting. Yeah. So it gets kind of complicated it does. in that way. Yeah. So that's so that's what I was doing. I was making the sculptures and then I was taking photos of them and I. I wanted them to be sculptures and I wanted them to solely be sculptures so yes. that you could have them at your home or whatever. Yeah. You sold one in 2019. Well, I, I sold, um, well, I sold the photograph. Okay. I sold the photograph. I sold another sculpture, but it wasn't a balloon. It okay. was a, um, a metal sculpture. Wow. Um, and I, I guess with those, the balloon, obviously the latex, it doesn't last forever. Mm-hmm. It's like any balloon, like it pops eventually. Yeah. And, um, the, what was inside was sucking all the moisture out of the balloons. And so it would eventually get like, it would just crack and yes. then reveal what was underneath of it, which was like the whole allure of allure. Yeah. Yeah. Of, for sure. of it. Yeah. And so I don't know. I was like, okay, these aren't going to last forever. I have to take photos of them. And then, so then they lived on in the photographs instead of like as the sculptures themselves. Um, That is so cool. So yeah, that was one of my favorite things that I did while I was there just because it was so whimsical and fun. But I think I was really playing with this idea of um, this like thing, like this juxtaposition between this happy thing, like with balloons, we don't bring out balloons during sad moments. It's always with, you know, celebrations, Yes. but they were deflated and they were deformed and they were smushed together. Mm -hmm. And so, and they were kind of off kilter. Like, is it going to fall over? Mm -hmm. And that's really, I feel like I was in that inner turmoil during grad school. I like was kind of confused with what I was doing with my life. Yes. (laughs) Which I think is so common. For, for anyone who's in higher education, um, I'm going to share this because I know, like you said, you felt some kind of way about not finishing the MFA. So I went, uh, the way Texas schools worked is if you graduated high school in the top 10% of your class, you were admitted into any public Texas university. Like really? you'd of course have to pay, but you were automatically oh, okay, okay. Uh, accepted. Okay. So you didn't necessarily have to go through the whole process of, will I get in? Like you would get in. Okay. So uh, I went to UT. Austin, huge school, no idea what I wanted to do, bouncing between degree plans because there's any degree plan you can think of is up there, you know? So I'm like, do I want to be a dermatologist? Do I want to be a journalist? Whatever. So, uh, it's a lot of money if you don't know what you want to (laughs) do. It's a lot of money, period. Yeah. So, uh, I made the choice because I was bouncing around all over the place. I, I just don't have it together. So I, I dropped out of UT Austin and came down here and, and finished my bachelor's degree. 
and my parents were like, what the hell are you thinking? Like you, I can't believe you're dropping out of university, like uh, UT, like you, you're not even being kicked out. Like, what are you doing? You know, but it was the right move for me. So yeah. I get it. Cause people will be like, Oh, you went to UT. And I'm like, yeah, for a few years, yes. you know, like, so again, like everybody's like, I just don't want you to feel any kind of way. Cause like to me, what you're doing here in Corpus, I'm just, I'm blown away by what you do. And like, I feel like, you know, maybe if you had finished, like, would you, like, who knows what would have happened, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I feel like everything works out as it should. It brought me here. Yes. So. It, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, so now you're doing things like, you, uh, speaking of your lettering, you mm-hmm. you d- did the design for the We Ride This Wave Together yeah. during the pandemic for Visit Corpus Christi's CARES program. I mean, so you do stuff like that. You're doing photography for, like, Maiden Corpus Christi shoots. Um, you're doing promo shots for the art museum for outrageous Mm -hmm. i mean how did you end up falling into this local community and assisting in um creating these amazing you know pieces of art like with the murals so anybody who's driven down shoreline has seen or i guess it would be ocean drive has seen on the cole park amphitheater um the mural that says corpus christi better together better together Mm -hmm. i mean like eye-catching and beautiful i mean so how how did you transition from being at a higher education at the university to suddenly participating in all these amazing local projects. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You're I'm, the best. Uh, uh, I, I feel like I'm a person that if I'm going to be here, I'm going to be here, you know, and I love to know all the things that are going on in town. Like I, before I moved here, I researched like, where am I going to go to the gym? Where mm-hmm. am I going to get my coffee? Mm-hmm. Where am I going to do all that stuff? So like when I moved to town, I was like, Eleanor's, that's the spot. Yes. Like I love it. You know, all of these places that were really awesome. And same thing when I was here, I was like, okay, they're doing cool stuff. I want to know who, who they are and what's going on over there. Um, I got really lucky to know Nikki at Maiden Corpus Christi because when I was in grad school, I worked at Milestones. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and it was the perfect job for grad school because it was flexible and Mm -hmm. they, they make all these amazing things. So I was doing design work, but also I was making like physical items. So it was very sculptural and you know, it was kind of crossed over into both of those. Right. It's just Mm -hmm. amazing to me how you always manage to find like just the right fit (laughs) for like your skills. It's so good. And they're amazing. They're doing such amazing stuff over there. And so because I was working with Andrew, I got to know Nikki and she asked me to be in a photo shoot it was like a Christmas one. And I was like, mm-hmm. I didn't know her super well. And so I was like, okay. You know, and I didn't know anyone. But then I met like Lily and Jean and yes. uh, Heels and Valleys and, you know, other people in the community. I'm trying to think who else was there that I didn't know at the time. I'm sure there was other people. Yes. Um, and so I've slowly just kind of met people that way. Because I was in school, I had met Sarah from the art museum. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I... They had reached out. I'm trying to think how this happened. I had met Sarah, and then I feel like through the quad, then that kind of solidified my, like, okay, Kylie's a local, not a local, but, like, she's committed to Corpus. Yes, And I think that people really want to know that people are committed to a place. Mm -hmm. Um, And I totally get that as an outsider. Like, like, who's this girl? What's she doing here? Does she... She have good intentions with our town, you know. I totally get it. We are it. very protective. Yeah, but I it's totally but Nikki's it. not even from Corpus, no, you know, and that, no. that's what I think is so amazing is some people who aren't even from here see the potential or see um, find ways to be involved Nikki, that people lived with forever don't. She's so good at that. She oh just goodness. like seeks people out, and I feel like she's really good at being like, 
you're really good at this thing. Mm-hmm. Can you do it for me? Before mm-hmm. the person even knows, oh, yeah, I could do it. She asked me to make the design, and I was like, are you sure? Like, she works with, like, Holes Designs and, like, some amazing designers in town and Yourself outside included. of town. Thank you. Yes. But I was fl- I was so flattered. I was like, really? Me? You know? Are you sure? And she's like, yeah, this is what I want. And, she, I mean, she has such a great vision, so it's really easy to work with her because she tells you what she wants, which is nice. Yes. Um, and then... So Sarah also works out at the quad. Mm -hmm. So I started to get to know people like in different facets of their life. And they had reached out to me because they did a mural. Um, I did the mural in, do you go to the art museum often? Not as much as I would like to. Okay. So they, um, in the gift shop, Mm -hmm. I did the mural in the gift shop. Okay. Uh, Yeah. I'm familiar with that one. Triangles and stuff like that. So (sighs) so they they just reach out to me and are like, Hey, we want you to do this mural. And I was like, again, I'm like, and had you done a, I guess you had done a mural before in Indiana. Am well, I making that up? No, you did see that right. So okay. I did one. It was just like the let. It was the just the black letters mm-hmm. in the yoga studio. Okay, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, you know, were you someone who was super comfortable with doing murals? No, or was absolutely it, okay, not. Well, you know what 0%. I mean? People would be like, "I want you to do this," and you're like, "What?" I can say it now because like I already did the mural, so I was like. <laughs> What am I doing? Wow. Um, hey, you executed fun. it perfectly. Thank you. Yes. I, I am completely anal about things like attention to detail when it comes to my work. A lot, some people are painters and they're very messy or they're, you know, I am not that way at all. I'm very particular. And so I think that's why I like doing murals because. Mm-hmm. Really? Um, yeah, because there's like, well, and if you look at the murals I do, they're very like straight lines, geometric, mm-hmm. which is the worst type of mural to make like the straight across lines it looks like it would be an easy thing to do but when they gave me those panels for the the Cole Park mural yeah there are four different panels so I had to line up the lines and they're they weren't together when I painted it they were apart right they were separate so it was just a nightmare trying to figure out yeah so I mean it looks amazing thank you. I, what a beautiful addition I'm telling you we actually took my son to Cole Park last week and it's just just seeing that it just I don't know. It just ties it all together. I just love it so much. And honestly, I think the murals came in because part of my issue with like the art world is that it's very, it can have a hoity toity kind of, Oh, I'm in a museum and I'm doing these things. Mm -hmm. And it's not as accessible to people who don't see themselves as museum people or art people. And I, I love murals because they're for everyone. Yes. They're public art. And I think public art is amazing because it brings people in who well don't said. necessarily see themselves as art people. Yes. You know, so they're, they're more approachable mm-hmm. in that way. So that's really why I like the murals, you know, it's yeah. a, it adds so much vibrance to the city and the it fact really that does. they just did all those new murals downtown. Like mm-hmm. how much does that transform the space? Yeah. Paint. I mean, we painted these walls white. It changed the whole look and feel of the space. Yes. So, yeah. No, I mean, just visually interesting all around. Yes. I mean, and then you did the electrical box. I think it was like Sparkling City by the mm-hmm. Sea, I think, was mm-hmm. that one. Um, but, I mean, it's funny because earlier in our discussion, you were kind of like, you know, most people assume artist, you're a painter. And you're like, well, no. But actually. <laughs> <laughs> but I still would do. not be like, if people are like, oh, what do you do? I'd be like, oh, I'm a painter. Because I see the murals, they're designs. Like, I design them, yes. and then I paint okay, them. Okay, and actually, thank you for, for saying that. I wasn't certain. So you actually, from conception to putting those things up, you are involved. Yes. Wow. Yeah, so usually, it depends on each person is a little bit different. Yeah. Um, but they'll either come to me with some of an idea or theme or something like that. Like, the one in Cole Park changed a lot from 
the beginning to the end because mm-hmm. that was with leadership corpus christi mm-hmm. so it's obviously the more people that are involved everyone has different ideas for so, sure you know things are going to evolve um but I knew from the beginning that they wanted like some sort of inspiring message. So that was something I knew like, okay, from the beginning and it had to have something to do with the port. So mm-hmm. if you look, there's a little like boat, yes. or there's a boat and uh, underneath of it, it's the waves. It's very subtle, but mm-hmm. it's the waves from the port logo. Okay. Um, so like those are the things that they wanted in that mural. Um, but yeah, no, the design is definitely a huge part of like why I like it. Yeah. Okay. See, and that, that to me is amazing because, so was it a situation where, you know, you're interacting with leadership Corpus Christi and they're like, okay, we're thinking this, 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 and then you go and kind of put something together and show it to them. Was it, so you were putting together the proofs, I guess. Yes. So I, I, we made a contract and it was like, okay, I'm going to give you this many revisions, excuse me, this many revisions. Um, and I gave them, and I usually give more options than I should. I feel like sometimes it's like analysis paralysis. You're yeah. like, oh, but I kind of like this one. I kind of <laughs> yeah. like this one. I'll, um, sh- I'll show them all of them. Yeah, so I'll give them, say, like five. And I'm like, okay, here are the five. Let's narrow down which ones you like, and I'll make you an- another round of revisions. And then sometimes, you know, it's like, oh, the color, or, oh, this. But a lot of times it's just, um, you know, is it fitting into the vision of what we wanted, like, in this yes. space? Like, the one in... Um, uh, visit Corpus Christi. Oh, that's right. That's the other one I wanted to bring yeah. up in the visitor center. So that one was a little bit different because that was like a call for artists. Mm-hmm. So, um, and of course I have like a, I wish that people would seek, people know what they want. Yes. And I wish that people would be like, Hey, we like your work. Will you paint this for us? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing they do with, I mean, in any other business, like, mm-hmm. Hey, I heard you were a good electrician. Can you come and wire our house? Yes. Um, and so I wish that they would do that instead of doing a call for artists, just because I think the artists should get paid for their time. Yes, definitely. And so you submit all of these things to all these different places and then you never see anything from it. And it's like, well, if you already knew what you wanted, right. you know, so that one actually worked out really well for me because, uh, if you've been into the visitor center, they mm-hmm. have this like really funky vibe yes, going on. It's and cool. so that was one of my somewhat of one of my original designs and I was going with this funky thing and it just matched up with like what they were looking for. It's perfect. I mean, that walking into that visitor center is so fun. It and is such a fun not space. In the, like, and uh, a huge part of that is that mural. Mm-hmm. Like it just is all so cohesive. Mm-hmm. I Beautifully But executed. it's one of those things where like the, the mural changed. Okay. You know, it really did because I, they're like, okay, make a, it was like 10 by 10. Uh, size mural so that's you know square but if you walk into that space the the space is like really arched and yep. it's very long yep. and I'm like and there's like multiple stories <laughs> yes yeah, so after they were like yeah we want to work together I was like this needs something else mm-hmm. like we need to fill this space you know so that's where the bands of color on either side came in just to help like continue the the mural yeah you know so when well, I love that you are so willing to offer that you know instead of just being a yes person you know being like hey I, I like I see what you like and how about we modify it to you know benefit the space more yeah. or whatever it is yeah thank you yeah, yes that's amazing it's one of those things where I mean I want to bring the best product I can because mm-hmm. at the end of the day it's like my name is on it and I don't know there's this thing within artists like some people will do um things that it's like you're gonna get paid for it right so do you do you just do whatever the client wants you to do, even though it kind of falls outside of your purview? Yes. Or 
you know, because it's like, okay, this is my name. Yes. I really struggle with that internally a lot. I, I would too. Yeah. I mean, because this is something that's pretty permanent, you know, mm-hmm. and you want to be proud of it. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely, I respect that so much. I, I love how your mind works mm-hmm. and um, you're very real. You're very authentic. Uh, so I want to change gears a little bit okay. and talk about working at the quad. Okay. Um, because you wear a lot of hats at the quad. Mm-hmm. Um, you essentially run it with your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And... If I were to go to, this is I'm 100% honest because I've been to multiple gyms in Corpus and they're great gyms. But okay. if I were to go, I don't, I'm currently not at a gym, enrolled in a gym. But okay. if I were to be, go to one, it would be the quad. Now, yes, if anybody follows the quad on Instagram, I love the content that y'all share. Thank you. Because not only is it form, which you are actually the, I guess for lack of a better word, model in the um, videos, mm-hmm. like the, the uh, instructional videos. But you guys also talk about, you know, how to form um, like a balanced breakfast mm-hmm. and like the truth about diets. And like, you know, when you when a client comes in and says they're about to work out and haven't eaten all day, like y'all make sure to point out that there's issues with that. Yeah. And so what's the mindset behind, you know, not necessarily being about fads and more so about, you know, the well-being of your clients? So I think that the main thing that we're really focused on is trying to help people feel their best, you know, and a lot of people get focused on the wrong things when they yes. come into the gym or when they start a diet. And it's hard because we want these um, changes to happen really fast. And oftentimes we'll do whatever it takes to make that happen at the expense ironically of our health. Mm -hmm. And there's also so much information out and about that you could, you know, you could do this or you could do that. And we just want to boil it down to like the very, very basic things. Mm -hmm. Um, and just be a sounding board for like not the toxic gym culture that can be found and encourage people who don't consider themselves gym people who don't consider themselves people who like to work out Mm -hmm. um and break the barrier and make making work make working out fun make uh food not such a a negative thing yes and and making eating healthy not so blah Mm -hmm. i think we have an idea that oh eating healthy is boring and i hate it and i have to eat the same thing every day and all this stuff and I don't know. I guess all of the things that come to mind when it comes to gyms, we want to not be the opposite, but to question and give people another I love that. point of view. I love that. Yeah. And I mean, to me, the, the, like, what's the word? Like how your gym operate, like a testament to how your gym operates. There's people that I really, really respect that have been going to your gym forever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, and it's always about, you know, me getting stronger and like me just feeling better overall. It's not about a number. It's not about, you know, how, how I, I think y'all posted something that said we would rather y'all come in consistently two to three days a week than like five days a week sometimes. Mm-hmm. And and I just feel like that's so important because people feel like they need to hit it hard, hard, hard and, and a cut, cut, cut and like, you know, all, all this kind of stuff. And um, y'all are really about like slow and steady. Yeah. And I just appreciate a, pre- a balance. Yeah. I just appreciate that so much. And so how long have you been there and you know, what's, what's the future of it? Because you guys actually switched locations not that long ago, right? Yes. So we switched locations in December of 2020 mm-hmm. and Seth opened the quad six years ago. Wait, we'll be six years ago. Yeah. Cause we had a five year. So six years in December. Okay. 
um, the quad will be in, uh, have been open. And mm-hmm. I started working full time at the quad in 2020. Actually, okay. like when the pandemic happened, wow. I was out of grad school. I was working full time at Milestones and I was like, it's time for a switch. The mm-hmm. pandemic, it was like, OK, this is the perfect opportunity. Um, and so I f- went full time um, during the pandemic. But mind you, I was working at a gym before I decided to move here. Yes. So it was weird. Of course, I meet Seth and he owns a gym and I'm like, I can't get away. You (laughs) You really can't. No. So it's always been this like fusion of fitness and art for me particularly. And I think that what we really want for the quad is it's hard to speak on it when Seth's not here. Cause I'm like, is that what you think too? I don't know. Um, Hey, speak it girl. Put it out there. I mean, we're very much on the same page about the vision for the quad. I Mm -hmm. think we, I mean, we definitely want to grow. Growth is a big part of what we want to do. Right now, we're doing uh, personal training and group training under one roof. Yes. And we'd like to expand that. So they both have their own facilities. Mm-hmm. And we'd love to have more locations. And we definitely want to do all of those things. Um, the more help, people we can help in Corpus and yes. beyond, the better. And so that's really the goal is to help as many people as we possibly can. Um, and cause people to think differently about their bodies about fitness yes about food. to all of those things yeah and we like i mean we're the we love balance like mm-hmm. we're i think sometimes being gym people there's this weird they're like does, do they eat carbs do they eat dessert yes do you drink yes do you do this and yes. it's like yes all of the above yes we do all of the things um you have to have that i yeah. think to have true balance and have a positive relationship with food yeah so. I respect that so much. I just think y'all are incredible. Um, so for anybody who's not following, it's at the Quad Fitness, I believe, is the Instagram handle. Uh, it's Quad Fitness Studio. Quad Fitness Studio. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a question for you. Yes. Of all of your accomplishments so far, mm-hmm. what are you most proud of? Oh, gosh. I think, honestly, I feel... Seth and I working together and growing the quad has definitely been very fulfilling. Um, it's not like, a, unlike a mural and some of the art pieces, like you do it and it's done. Mm-hmm. And the quad is something that takes a lot of love and care and attention. And I feel like we've put so much of our time, heart and energy into that. That probably is one of the things I'm most proud of, um, especially because we get to do it together and that yes. makes it hard but also very special yes and so yeah I'm really proud of that especially because it takes so much more like any I would say anything that you, you know you see the end product of some, what something does it always takes you know all of the things behind the scenes and not everyone gets to see that right and um you know Seth really had a great vision for what he wanted to do and I came along and was like I'll help you and he's like okay let's do it nice. so so yeah, I think that I'm really proud of that. I mean, I definitely love like the art stuff and I, I love that, but I feel like the most fulfilling thing I get to do is like help other people. And I think that's why I don't feel bad about anything that we do at the quad. Like, yeah, we're a business, obviously that's mm-hmm. what we do, but it's with like the best of intentions. Yes. So that's fantastic. So well said. I just think you are amazing. I love seeing, um, everything that you've accomplished, everything that you continue to, to accomplish, whether it's art wise or through the quad. Thank you so much, Kylie, for having me over, for treating me to this delicious spread, sharing your tequila with me. And I can't (laughs) wait to see what you do next. Yes. Thank you so much.